Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, And welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness when it comes to sweet treats. Um, welcome to the show, Max. How's it going? Good. How's your week been? Pretty good. You're looking a bit worse for wear there? Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, yesterday I was sailing. Mm-hmm. Um, I sailed at one of the new boats for the first time. Right, yes. I was going to do the race in the afternoon for the Yacht Club. Right. I made it over to the start line, mm-hmm. and then I was about to turn, and the sail came flying to the other side of the boat. Right, yeah, which can happen pretty dang quickly. Yeah, yeah. I got it hit in the head by the boom. Oh. I got flying off the sent flying off the boat. Grief. The boat came with me. Oh, man. Mm, yeah. And wham bam, thank you, man. A bit of a, a wet backside of me, thinks. Yeah. <laughs> but you're okay. Yeah. That is the good thing. It can be, uh, yeah, quite intense <laughs> sailing. <laughs> Especially, we- yesterday's weather wasn't too severe, I would have thought. It was good in the morning. Yeah. And got uh, a little bit breezy. Yeah. Especially out in the middle of the lake. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, that did it pretty much creates its own weather out there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, today on the show, we are getting in the uh, celebratory spirit. Uh, We're going to be looking at, uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, uh, the fact that Lifesavers are celebrating their centenary. So, uh, looking forward to that. But uh, we better kick off the show and find out what is new on the shelf, eh? What's new, Pussycat? Max, what have you got that is new there? It's a new M&M flavour. M&M's are pretty good at putting out uh, new flavours. What have they done this time? Brownie. Brownie, okay. So, a chocolate tasting chocolate. <laughs> is that what we're thinking? Um, what makes a brownie taste like a brownie? It's chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. That's what I'm wondering. How are they going to make an M&M taste more like chocolate? It says chocolate brownie centre. Coated in milk ah, chocolate. Okay, so it might have more to it than uh, me being a bit flippant. <laughs> so a brownie centre. So it might have a bit of a biscuit centre then. Yeah. Okay. So uh, it's got kind of a, what would you call that, purple? Magenta yeah, sort purple. Of? Yeah. yeah, packaging. Because um, traditionally their minis are a purple. This is, it's a brighter purple. I'm not sure if it's towards the magenta end of the, the spectrum or uh, what the case is but it's got uh, Miss Brown M&M holding up a pan of brownies just in case we weren't quite sure 
But mm -hmm. uh, let's see what is inside. So they look to be reasonably uh, normal colours of the um, the M and M's. That rainbow shade of crispy shell. Yeah. Uh, they're about the same size as a peanut M and M, so a bit bigger than the regular. Yeah. Oops. Uh, okay, so you're telling me there's brownie on the inside. Okay. It's definitely got a um, chewy centre. Yeah, a solid centre. I tried to um, chew straight through the middle. <laughs> Could not be done. Um, so the crisp shell and then the chocolate outer layer. Uh, very easy to chomp through, but that chewy brownie centre. It's quite... Um, it's not a gooey centre, like a caramello or anything like that. How would you describe it? Um... I'm not sure. It's almost like a melted chocolate just on the verge of setting hard again. Mm. Kind of like a um, like a milk chocolate button wrapped in softer chocolate. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, very gooey, chewy centre. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts? It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, quite sugary, as mm -hmm. you'd expect, because it's got that brownie um, centre. Yeah. It it creates something that I've never had before in a an M and M because we've had you know peanut butter, pretzel centres that sort of thing, but um, it's that really subtle kind of fudgy taste in the centre. Uh huh. It it should be more solid methods, but these are a bit lumpy. Anyway, thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. Yeah. It's not going to overdose you on sugar. Mm -hmm. But um, what's our serving size saying? Um, 25 grams, so approximately 14 pieces. Okay, well, we didn't go too bad there because it's a 130 gram bag. Yeah. So, um, yeah, technically I could eat, eat some more of those just <laughs> to get a portion size without going... Uh, over the sugar budget, mm -hmm. but definitely need to uh, leave some more sugar room for today's episode. Um, let us know on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Have you tried the brownie M&Ms, and uh, what's your thoughts? We'll be back after a short break to take a look at Lifesavers. It is time for us to take a look at the history of this week's topic, which, uh, as we've said uh, in previous episodes uh, this year, there's two uh, particular Aussie brands that are celebrating the centenary milestone this year. And the first one that we're going to be looking at are Lifesavers. So uh, what's what's your thoughts on Lifesavers, Max? What can you tell me? Um, I'm not actually quite sure. 110%? That's Okay. So, Lifesavers here in Australia have 100 years of make and mode, 
particularly fruit tingles. Fruit tingles we had in a block of chocolate recently. Was that one of yeah. our What's New a yeah. couple of weeks ago? And um, they're kind of that chalky <laughs> texture. They're fruit flavoured by nature, but they've got, they, they're called fruit tingles because of the way that they tingle your tongue when you eat them. Yeah. So fruit tingles themselves have a, uh, a history in Australia since the early 1930s. So not quite the 100-year centenary, but the lifesaver element of them does have the, the, the centenary celebrations this year. So that's where it gets a little bit murky. So we're kind of looking at lifesavers as a whole, as a brand, but the fruit tingle side of things what we've already had on the show so far. Okay. So um, originally fruit tingles were manufactured by Allen's Lollies in Melbourne. Then in the 1990s, they were rebranded uh, under the Wonka brand. That was when Nestle purchased Allen's back in uh, 1985. But they've most recently become branded as Lifesavers Fruit Tingles as of 2005. So they've had a, a bit of a <laughs> speckled history of who owns what. And I think the Lifesavers brand have taken them on board because... They look very much like Lifesavers. They're packaged the same way. Lifesavers themselves are an American brand of ring-shaped hard candy. And so they come in that long tube kind of shape wrapped in aluminium foil rolls. And they were invented in 1912 as a summer candy that could withstand the heat better than chocolate did. (laughs) Similar to the way that um, Smarties and M&Ms decided to put a hard candy shell on the outside so that the centre wouldn't, you know, melt away. Yeah. Um, So Lifesavers were created by Clarence Crane in Ohio um, and uh, he switched from the maple sugar business to chocolate the year before but found that sold poorly in summer because of the conditions. Uh, which would make them melt. So he saw a machine pharmacy using uh, a machine to make pills that were round wafer-shaped, thought that he could possibly make mints the same way. At the time, they'd been made square because they were pressed into sheets and then sliced up into squares. But the machinery that he developed would uh, create a round shape and punch a hole in the centre. So he named them after the Lifesaver Preserver Rings, Similar to that you would use uh, if you were out sailing and needed to throw <laughs> throw to someone who was uh, flailing about in the water, Max. Yeah. In 1913, he sold his formula for Lifesavers candy to Edward Noble for $2,900, which back then would have been quite a fair sum. And then Noble started his own candy company and began producing the mints, calling them Pep-O-Mint Lifesavers, with the Lifesaver-O <laughs> being the Pep-O. He uh, took his younger brother's entrepreneurial vision, designing a factory to expand on the company, and uh, Lifesavers took off. By 1919, six other flavours were added to the mix. There was Wintergreen, uh, Clove, they were trying to expand on the O thing. I don't know how well Clove <laughs> would, would taste. Uh, Lick O Rish, Sin O Mon, Vi O Let, and Choc O Let. Some of those flavours remained until the late 1920s. Uh, in 1920, they introduced the Malto milk. This flavour was received so poorly, it was discontinued within the year. 
1925, the tin foil was replaced with aluminium foil, so uh, it was a little easier to package and unwrap, and it wasn't splitting so much. By the 1920s, they began to produce solid fruit drops, and then by 25, the fruit drop came in orange, lemon, and lime, each packaged as their own separate roll. They became very popular with the public. Four new flavours were added to the line, uh, aniseed, butter rum, cola, and root beer in the fruit drop style. By 1939, the Lifesavers Cough Drop was introduced with a menthol to it, not very successfully. Uh, in 1931, rolls of pineapple and cherry fruit drops were also introduced to the market. And as the public response proved positive, they then rolled out the Cristo Mint, which was a crystal-like style, released in 1932. Um, by 1935, they'd kind of looked across you know, what's selling well, and they came up with the classic five-flavour roll. So the pineapple, lime, orange, cherry, and lemon became the uh, the iconic Lifesaver 5, I guess you'd call it. It was unchanged for nearly 70 years until 2003, when three of the flavours were re replaced in the United States, making them pineapple, cherry, raspberry, watermelon, and blackberry. Bit of a mix-up. Orange was reintroduced, Blackberry was dropped, and the original five flavour lineup is often sold still in Australia and Canada. So uh, that's the, the brief history, the timeline of uh, Lifesavers. Lots of uh, ups and downs over the years with Lifesavers brand being acquired by Kraft in 2000 and then sold off to Wrigley's in 2004 and then Mars taking over Wrigley's in 2008. So you can see why uh, it's a bit of a checkered history as to who owns what. Yeah. Um, alongside uh, the Lifesavers, Nestle have the Polo Mints, which are similar um, uh, in the ring-shaped form. And there's a really cool uh, science experiment that we've talked about previously on Afternoon Delight in the early days of the show. I'm not quite sure if we've talk this one with you before max but triboluminescence have you ever heard of that before i'm not sure it's a very specific type of science where you generate light as something gets pulled apart so have you ever cracked two stones together in the dark and seen sparks fly yeah there is a phenomenon not quite fully understood why but the wintergreen lifesavers, so this is the American ones, they set off this glow, um, glow in the dark. <laughs> kind of. Um, so the wintergreen lifesavers um, have this wintergreen oil in them, so it's fluorescent. So it will glow under ultraviolet light, and you can use it to make, um, yeah, kind of glow in the dark stuff. <laughs> But uh, it's the only glow-in-the-dark lollies that I'm aware of. So uh, we'll, we'll post a Facebook, uh, sorry, post a link to a YouTube video about that on our Facebook page. If you uh, happen to be able to get hold of wintergreen lifesavers, I've never been able to, but uh, I don't know. I just probably haven't been trying hard enough to uh, try and make these glow-in-the-dark uh, lollies do their thing. Um, I have a vague recollection, something to do with. Um, uh, 7-Up or Mountain Dew, something similar. There might be something to do with that as well. 
But um, that is the, the brief history of Lifesavers, and they're going all out this year to celebrate their centenary and are now teamed up with the Daryl Lee brand. So again, another takeover. But uh, Daryl Lee have released um, new packages for fruit tingles, for their fruit pastilles. They're not just in the long roll anymore. You can now buy them in bags of uh, 180 grams. Um, and they've put out a whole series of Lifesaver flavoured products, which we're going to be putting under the spotlight and going head to head with uh, after the break. But let us know. We did post earlier on the week um, a number of the different Lifesavers products. Let us know if you've been celebrating the centenary. What's your uh, what's your flavour? And uh, you can also text in 0439. 329-713. We'll take a break and we'll be back to check out all these different Lifesaver products right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. So today on Afternoon Delight, uh, we are going to be pitting some different Lifesaver flavoured lollies against each other, to yeah. a certain degree, um, because all of these different products are completely different. They are not just Lifesavers themselves, they are Lifesaver inspired. Because mm -hmm. I was looking at the packages of Lifesaver today, they still really, uh, in Australia, we have the five colour Lifesavers, the fruity ones the musk lifesavers and the fruit tingles that's pretty much it so daryl lee have gone out and made a block of chocolate that has crushed up life's uh, fruit tingles in it uh they've also made chocolate bunnies that have lifesavers in them <laughs> uh, what else did i see there's so many different fruit tingle and lifesaver things for this centenary it's just crazy but uh what have you got there max that you found um Lifesaver Duo's gummy rings. Mm -hmm. um, mixed sherbet fizz sticks. And black currant pastels. Excellent. So, uh, have you ever had just the, the pastel flavoured Lifesavers? I'm not sure. They used to come in a roll, but uh, they're now packaging them by the look of it as a bag. Oh, yeah. 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 But uh, heaps of stuff. Um, now, we should point out that over on the uh, the Instagram page for Lifesavers, they're currently on the lookout for a Lifesavers taste tester. <laughs> so uh, if you are a fan of this show and like to eat along with us, um, check out their Instagram page, see what uh, see what's on offer there. Um, some of these different things we're going to taste we might give you a clue as to what they're looking for. So, uh, lots and lots of uh, different things. I've also got the five flavoured jelly beans, which are inspired by uh, Lifesavers. And then I've just bought a packet of fruit tingles, if we get around to it. <laughs> um, so, what are we going to go with first, Max? The black pastels. The pastels? Okay. So, these are a gummy, uh, and they have just single flavour, the black currant. Uh, a dusting of sugar, sugar on the outside. Yeah. Oops, the diesels. And what are we going for? It's 
So it says, um, our mouth-watering, juicy, bold black currant flavour brings all the feels. They're quite solid to the touch. Like, they don't give much bounce, do they? No. You squeeze them and they kind of stay in that shape. They slowly Slowly expand, expand again, yeah. But they don't have the hole in the middle like the traditional lifesavers. Yeah. That's because it's that gummy... Like, I guess you could make a gummy um, mould that you would then yeah. pour it into, but these are all the way through a, um, a pastel. So, um, mm, I've forgotten how, how good these things were. I'm a huge fan of black currant. The flavour hits you straight up. Mm-hmm. It's got a kind of a... Um, Ribena taste to it, of course, because it's a black currant base, but it's really juicy. Yeah. Mm. What are you getting? Strong. Very strong flavour. Mm-hmm. Um, one or two of these at a time. Like, I'm only doing one at a time, and it's so juicy. It's like eating a handful of black currants. Mm-hmm. Still got a sugary aftertaste, but um, yeah, really fruity. Really juicy. I'm liking it. Won't be able to eat a lot of them. No, I'll end up with the sugar coma. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bit chewy. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, that's a that's a winner for me. I'm always a big fan of black currant stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, thumbs up, thumbs down for you. Um, I'm not sure. Not sure. Ooh, the jury's still out. Okay. <laughs> See if we can uh, convert you with something else. <laughs> so uh, that's the pastels. Uh, what would you say? What, five cent, ten cent size? Five cent? Yeah, yeah. In, in between five and ten cent, possibly. Yeah. But uh, got a bit of got a bit of uh, nice texture and taste. So uh, moving on to the duos next. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what's the idea behind the duos? There's different... Like the different colours are different flavours. Yes. So each um, ring thing has two different colours. Yep. Hence, um, hence the duo name. Yeah. There's raspberry pineapple, mm-hmm. black currant pineapple, black currant orange, black currant watermelon, raspberry watermelon, and raspberry orange. Okay, so they've pretty much done the. The pick and mix of uh, each of the flavours reasonably ease, uh, evenly. If you're looking for just a solid black currant, you go for the black currant pastels. Um, but yeah, these two are going to have two flavours. I wonder then if you bite through halfway, uh, whether or not you could get a single flavour that's going to, you know, if you eat two halves of one, are you technically eating one flavour? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Max is getting his Lifesaver gummy rings out. So these are different f- to the traditional Lifesavers in that they're not a um, a hard candy. They are a gummy ring. Yeah. These are about the size of what? 20 cent piece? Or 10? Oh, sure. Between 10, 10, and, 10 and 20? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but uh, they've got the, the Lifesaver hole in the center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Max is just making sure he's got one of each flavour there. Or are we being uh, 
ripped off the in the bag, there's not enough. Got him. Got him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, several different six different flavor combinations. Picking one at random. I've got a red and yellow. Therefore, it's a raspberry pineapple. Uh-huh. What are you going for first? Um, watermelon black currant. Watermelon black currant. That's a purple green. Yeah. Um, oh, now if I push really hard, I can do the uh, age-old primary school. Uh, I've just married somebody <laughs> with a gummy ring. But um, okay, let's chew down on that. It's softer than a jelly snake, mm-hmm. but got similar sort of chew. Pineapple's got a... The more you chew it, the more I'm getting a pineapple flavour. The black currant doesn't taste like the flat currant pastels. Oh no, don't tell me that. <laughs> I was looking forward to that. What about the raspberry? Mm, I think the pineapple's got more of a juicy flavour to it. Watermelon is like the... Oh, that's right. You had blackcurrant watermelon. Yeah. I've, um, got, I've got the raspberry. <laughs> I, I was expecting like a like a raspberry cordial flavour, but um, in all honesty, I'm just getting that sugary chew. I've still got a lingering pineapple taste. Yeah. I don't know what the watermelon tastes like. Yeah? N- not giving you a watermelon sensation? A little bit. Okay. I'm trying the lemon one to see if it's just that citrusy taste that comes through. The orange. So it's got a good chew to it, but... Mm. The orange tastes like... Orange? Yeah. Lemon's got a dull orange... uh, Sorry, dull lemon taste to it. Like, you can taste that it's... Like, if I was doing a blind taste test, I could definitely tell you that was meant to be a lemon flavour. However, uh, it's not as overpowering or as powerful as the pineapple was. Pineapple, you could definitely taste pineapple. Now, the other side of the ring is blackcurrant, but you've got me worried now because you said it wasn't as good as the pastel. Dang it, you're right. <laughs> it's still got a a blackcurrant taste to it, but it's different. It tastes more glucosey. Mm. The the blackcurrant pastel was a really nice, juicy taste. Yeah. This has got more of that chemically blackcurrant. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was really looking forward to that. But no, hopes have been dashed. Uh, third and final for now then. What was the last one you've gone with there, Max? The raspberry and pineapple. Raspberry pineapple. Okay, yep. And you said the watermelon wasn't too crash hot. The orange raspberry worked okay for you? Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll try the blackcurrant and the orange just to make sure we've tried all the different flavours there. Yeah, orange definitely has... A very juicy orangey taste. Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, fresh orange juice taste, but quite clear that that's an orange flavour. Yeah. Um, as a whole, the duos, thumbs up, thumbs down. One thumb up. And in relation to the pastels, um, how are you ranking? I think the pastels first. Yep, winning it overall yep. on that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Next on the list, we have the the sticks. Yeah. So these are a sherbet-filled sticks, similar to the uh, licorice sticks that have the f- kind of fondant through the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had through the Wonka range quite a while ago, the Fabulicious Sticks. Um, now, you can buy individual bags of these as raspberry sticks. Um, uh, what else was there? Did I see raspberry sticks? Pineapple and apple. So, apple, raspberry, or tropical flavour in this bag is the mix. So they are based on those lifesaver flavours again. However, they're going to have a sherbet centre this time around. So it's almost like you're combining lifesavers with fruit tingles. Yeah. In a sense but in a chewy gummy form. <laughs> so the outer layer is going to be chewy, and then uh, that inside, it's kind of a... Is it a fondant centre? I think so. Hmm. All m- mashed up. So give it a, uh, a bite there, Max. Let us know what you think of the sherbet fizz sticks. We've gone for the apple flavour first. Yeah. That's good. Mmm. Yeah, that strong granny smith. Oh, the sherbet in the centre gives you a real uh, smack to the face. <laughs> oh, man, that's really good. It's like a sour apple. Yeah. Um, kind of the, the toffee apple flavour. And that sherbet gives it an added an added kick. Yep. Mmm. That's really nice. Yep. The, the sherbet fizz in the centre creeps up on you because you're busily chewing away on the out, outer edge then all of a sudden your mouth's a, a flame <laughs> but it's in a good way uh-huh. um, you got the tropical one next so it's not got uh, the other two have a white centre this tropical one's yellow all the way through wonder if that's going to you know, change the flavour at all um, not getting much of a f- the Not tropical outer, yeah. Maybe my mouth just got used to it. <laughs> but even the outside, like the tropical flavour, I can taste more the inner sherbet this time round. The apple last time had that really juicy apple flavour, and then hit you with the sherbet. This one, yep. the outer covering, the tropical flavour. Um, I think it's just because there's no tropical. Lifesaver flavour, it's pineapple or lemon. They've tried to combine the two, I think. Yeah. Mm. Last one then is the raspberry stick. So it's a red tube with the white sherbet centre. This is the best one. <laughs> and why is that? Flavour. Mm. That's really nice. That's the raspberry cordial flavour <laughs> I was looking for before in the gummy rings. Yep. It's really... It's got that smooth, sweet taste to it. And then you go on that ride with the the tang of the sherbet centre. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm in a grand there, definitely. If I'm ranking them, red, green, yellow. I guess not quite traffic lights, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty similar. What's your thoughts? Red, green, yellow. Yeah. And how does that sit against the pastels and the, the gummy rings now? 
Sticks are on top. Sticks on top. Yeah, definitely. The that sherbet center really gives them a above and above and all uh, win. Okay, well that leaves us with one last lifesaver inspired product. Uh, these are the jelly beans that are based on the five flavors of the original fruit tingles packet. So raspberry, pineapple, orange, watermelon, and black currant. Um, just a random selection there. Holy dooly. Gonna spill them all over the place. Um, I could plant these and they would grow into a beanstalk and then I would be able to get to the giant's castle <laughs> up in the sky. Um, so they're looking very uniform for jelly bean flavors. Um, you can quite easily distinguish which one is going to be which. Yeah. It's an interesting black currant color. It's a light purple. Often when uh, they have black currant products, it's much darker because uh -huh. those pastels are a very dark, yeah. uh, dark purple. But this one's, again, bordering on almost the same magenta color of the brandy packet that we had earlier. Yeah. Um, okay. Down the hatch with one of these. Let's see what the lifesavers are doing for us. Quite chewy. I should have closed my eyes and tried to guess the flavour. <laughs> uh, that one's orange coloured, but it just tastes like sugar. I'm not actually getting a an orange flavour. How about you? I had the black currant. Yeah. Same as just the sugar. Mmm. It's. Are we going for? Real flute flavors, no. Yeah, they've just based them on the color. It says there are additional flavors. They've called them five flavor jelly beans, but in all honesty, if I close my eyes and chew down on a random one, that tastes exactly the same as the last one that I had, and I had five different colors, so it should taste different. Mm-hmm. No, it just it just has generic jelly bean flavour. It's just sugar. Yeah. You know how Jelly Belly has that really um, intense juicy flavour. These they've just gone with the colour, which is fine. You're uh, still, you know, tipping your hat to the centenary of lifesavers. But um, yeah, I I was very much looking forward to a. I don't know. A, a, a black currant jelly bean, <laughs> or a, a lemon, or a, a watermelon, or what the case may be. Um, yeah, raspberry, pineapple, orange, watermelon, or black currant. They've just gone with the colours. I'm not getting the flavour out of that at all. Yeah. How about you? Any other notes to add? Not really. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. One thumb up. And where are you placing it in amongst the uh, other four products? Probably the bottom. Bottom of the pile, even under the uh, the duos. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we'll post those up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and let us know uh, your thoughts. Uh, if you've tried these different Lifesavers products, uh, what's your thoughts? We'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. <laughs>
time now on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune. And considering that Lifesavers are today's topic, they're celebrating uh, 100 years of production. We're going with a tune called How to Save a Life. Um, there's not that many lifesaver songs out there, but uh, this one was written by the fray. It's got a, a very personal message to it. Um, it was literally written about uh, someone who wished that they'd reached out and spoken to their friends more. Um, and according to lead singer Isaac Slade, it was influenced by his experience while working at a mentor, sorry, as a mentor at a camp for troubled teenagers. Um, so he kind of wrote the the lyrics around um, people trying to reach out uh, to help people um, such as you know not um, ruining your life with uh, drugs and alcohol so this particular kid inspired him to to write this song about how to save a life and uh, it's by the fray and this is it on afternoon delight That is the fray on Afternoon Delight, our sweetest tune this week called How to Save a Life, because we are looking at lifesavers. And Max, you said, uh, hey, I know that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think of it? Yeah, it's good. Pretty good? Yeah. Encapsulates the uh, the lifesaver ethos. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're fast running out of time. We've got one, maybe two things left to do. Uh, let's have a quick look at a recipe. <laughs> You got cooking. How's about cooking something up with me? Radio, what is our lifesaver inspired recipe this week, Max? Stained glass biscuits. Stained glass biscuits, okay. What do we need for that? 125 grams of butter at room temperature, two thirds of a cup of icing sugar, one third of a teaspoon of vanilla essence, one egg, two cups of plain flour, and another egg, (laughs) (laughs) lightly beaten. This one's for glazing as opposed to cooking it. And lifesavers. Yep. Okay. What do we need to do? Preheat the oven to 180 degrees, fan forced, line two baking trays with baking paper, Using an electric mixer, beat the butter, sugar, and essence in a small bowl until light and creamy. Add the egg, beat until combined. Use a round bladed knife, mix the sifted flour until combined. Press the dough into a ball. Turn out onto a sheet of baking paper using a rolling pin or out to five millimeters thick using a 6.5 centimeter round biscuit cutter out 20 25 rounds of dough place rounds on prepared trays using a three centimeter round biscuit cutter cut holes in the center of it center of each round brush lightly with 
the beaten eggs. Bake for seven minutes. Remove the biscuits from the oven. Fill the holes in the biscuits with the um, crushed lifesavers. Bake for another five minutes or until sweets are melted. Cool on trays for 15 minutes. Transfer to a wire rack to cool completely. And then you got yourself some biscuits that have a uh, stained glass appearance to them because the lifesavers then set, after they've melted, they'll set hard again into, yeah, stained glass pattern. So if you put a single colour into each one, don't go uh, mixing and mashing or you'll end up with all sorts of weird stuff happening. But yeah, single lifesaver in the middle of the biscuit, that will give you a stained glass effect. So uh, we'll stick that up on the, the Facebook page and you can have a go at that yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's have a very quick look at the Facebook page before we disappear out of here. We didn't have a uh, live show last week due to all sorts of fun and games behind the scenes. Uh, I was, what was I busy doing last week? I can't remember. We were both held up with stuff. <laughs> but uh, on the Facebook page, we we're talking Apple Jacks. And uh, if people had tried the uh, the Milky Bar or the Mini Dark Choc Raspberries, also some exciting news uh, that is not an April 1st joke. Apparently, after an episode of Married at First Sight, Twisties are seriously considering releasing a mint-flavoured Twisty. Max, your thoughts? <laughs> Apparently, it was inspired by uh, something that was said on the show, and they're... They're seriously considering making mint twisties. I don't know whether they'd be green in colour or <laughs> or what the, the heck is going on. But uh, there you go. <laughs> we could be taste testing those in the near future. Yeah. But uh, that's it for Afternoon Delight this week. We don't even have time to uh, open up a Kinder Surprise this week. We're going to have to uh, finish up right there. And as always, if you want to send suggestions for uh, things on the show, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au. Or we'll jump on our Facebook page, Afternoon Delight. We'll catch you next week. All things going well. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna grab some Afternoon Delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night? When everything's a little clear in the light of day. Then you know the night is always gonna be there anyway. Working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together Makes the spark ignite And the thought of love on you Is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight